Hi, this is Kane Hodder, better known as Jason, from Friday the 13th. You are listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Um, I'd like you to listen to it, and uh, also, if you uh, happen to review me poorly or any of my films, well, I, I will kill you. We're zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, and Mike, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is another bonus edition of the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. And just like we did for Halloween, um... You know, we dropped our ranking of the franchise on Halloween Day. We're going to do the same thing for Friday the 13th for you guys. Um, you know, Jason, you can argue he's the most popular, the second most popular. He's definitely a top three, you know, slasher of all time, I think, for most everybody. Um, and tonight, yeah, we're all just going to give our opinion on uh, how we feel about the whole franchise. And we even got um, our good brother, Dustin Franklin, as a guest tonight. He's a big Jason fan. And um, tonight, I'm going to go first and and <laughs> list my first uh, <laughs> my my first worst Jason movie. And there's 12 total in the franchise as of 2019, uh, Friday the 13th, December. And for me, number 12 is Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, wow. I've only seen this movie one time. It was a long time ago. I can barely even remember what it's about. I just know at the end of it, I freaking hated it. The only <laughs> thing I remember, honestly, is probably what everybody remembers at the end, where Freddy's glove comes from under the ground and pulls his mask like down into hell, I guess. That's really the only part that's redeeming to me, because it goes from, like, Jason, and then it's like, it's like his spirit or whatever goes into other people. I just, I hate the movie. It's, it's, it, it's not for me. Um... Dustin, what's uh? Go ahead, Dustin. What's your last ranked Friday the Thirteenth movie? Yeah, for me, it was a toss up between uh two films. I ended up going with Jason X. Jason Ten is the worst piece of crap that I think I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, Jason Voorhees has no business being in space. First of all, nobody does. Nobody does. And then when. You got the scene where all of a sudden his, uh, you know, he like morphs into the super shredder from Ninja Turtles part two. <laughs> yes. And he gets the new mask and he, I mean, the whole movie, as if the parts of the franchise isn't hokey enough, the whole movie was just a turd. And I, it's the only one that honestly, uh, it took me about five tries to get all the way through it the first it's time tough. I watched it. It's terrible. It's a tough watch. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike. What's your last ranked Friday the Thirteenth film? All right, here come here comes the arguments, baby. My my uh my dead last, my twelfth film is Jason Takes Manhattan. And I know you that a couple oh. of people here have this ranked high. I think this movie sucks. Um, one, Mike. It its biggest sin is is it's boring to me, and that's a big no no in my book. I also think the title was very misleading it's not jason takes manhattan it's jason takes a damn boat ride 
<laughs> there's about 10 to 12 minutes of the movie in Manhattan. Those scenes are cool. However, we have to get to Manhattan. How we get from Crystal Lake on a ship in the middle of nowhere to Manhattan is never explained. The kills are kind of meh to me. The way that Jason gets on the ship is is hokey, okay? And and I'm being very polite with that. So for me, it just ranks last. I don't remember a whole lot about the movie outside of that. I don't think there's any memorable characters in the movie. But again, that, that's one cool scene in the whole movie to me, and that is standing in the middle of Times Square and Jason Voorhees. That scene is cool. Outside of that, I can live without this movie being in the franchise. That's fair. Um, go ahead, Brian. What's your last ranked movie? First off, I want to say happy Friday the 13th to everybody. That's right. Um, also, uh, I only have 12 movies on this. I just Last time I know, I split up, split up Halloween, my Halloween rankings and made, uh, made more just because I split up uh, – resurrection into two movies but uh my last my last one is jason x or or jason 10 however you want to call it but uh you know the only redeeming thing about this movie i think is probably the funniest scene of any of them (laughs) and that's the uh i believe it was the forgive me my i saw this in the theater and i've actually tried to watch it and give it one more chance after that but it's the scene where i believe they're in like a holodeck type thing and uh you know, he's it, it, it shows him talking to some um, some teenagers that are supposed to be campers and they're talking about asking him if he wants to smoke weed and have premarital sex or something. And it flips off, goes to something else and then comes back and he's beating him up against the tree with a with a sleeping bag. That is hilarious to me. And uh, but other than that, this movie is dog shit. And whenever we get into uh, and do the Freddy versus Jason rankings, I'll give you a little bit longer of a. Uh-oh. story on my end on why I don't like any of the pretty much none of the new line uh Jason movies after Jason goes to hell because I actually do like that one but um anyway Jason X is my number 12 All right number 11 for me is probably going to be controversial to some of our uh, listeners but um number 11 I have the original Friday the 13th Ooh. Uh, <laughs> coming in Holy hot smoke. I like it let's go coming in hot coming in hot because uh, whenever I think of uh, Friday the 13th, I, I think of just Jason. I mean, I, I really don't care about his mom. <laughs> the, um, I mean, it's I mean, they pitched the film. Honestly, it's just a Halloween ripoff. It is a Halloween ripoff. And, um, you know, it, it, that, and, you know, that's all they made it to be, just a ripoff. And, and honestly, if they, if Jason wouldn't have been so cool, this franchise would not have took off at all. This movie, I don't rewatch it hardly ever like i have the box set i don't i don't think i watched it one time since i bought the box set um like it's it's so unbelievable to me that at, even at the very beginning the two campers like they get killed by an old lady like come 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 the hell on man it's just i just it's i'm not a fan the the kevin bacon kill is cool but that's probably about it. and when she gets her head cut off at the end but that's about it for me dustin what's your number 11 well, it's certainly not that when you psychopath. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, it's it's your worst one. It's Jason Goes to Hell. I was struggling between those two. And honestly, 11 and 12 to me are interchangeable. They both stink to high heavens. Uh, the whole oh, the, the whole thing, like, the you know, Jason is taking over other people's bodies, like you said, Nico. It's just, come on. Like, the whole franchise is not believable at times but come on 
that's even that's just it takes to another level to me and the only redeeming quality like you said was when you get the uh the glimpse of the freddy meeting at the end it's like okay we might be doing something here but the rest of the movie just sucked i agree go ahead mike what's your number 11 uh my number 11 is jason x for all the reasons that have already been stated here it's a dog shit film um it only ranks above Jason Takes Manhattan because there's some actual cool kills in this movie. The corkscrew kill is awesome. I love that kill. Uh, the frozen face, all that stuff. I love that kind of stuff. So, again, a little hokey, which is why it's, you know, 11. I'm not, like, praising. I'm not singing its praises or anything. But for all the reasons that have already been said, plus the fact that, again, and I need to really hammer this home. Jason or any slasher villain does not belong in space. Looking at you, Leprechaun. <laughs> and did Leprechaun do it twice? I could have sworn they made a sequel to that movie. No, he went to the hood twice. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, okay. Right. Hey, better the hood than space. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Brian. What's number 11 for you? Uh, number 11 is Jason Part 8 um, takes Manhattan for me. I... Uh, I can't. I hated this movie. I always I hate, have hated this movie for a lot of the same reasons Mike said. But uh, it's and especially always bothered me that they just so happened to he just so happened to find a hockey mask. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> but the fact that it had the same cut as all the rest of them did from his part four, and it just happened to have the same axe cut in it. That I mean, oh my god. There's so much I can go with this. It is kind of funny. It, uh, I tell you what, it has the best poster. I really like him ripping through the uh, "I Love oh, New York" yeah. sign. And uh, it, it, there's a the funny where where he you know that that boxer tries to box him and he punches his head off. Like that's funny to me. And me and my boy in middle school used to watch this movie just specifically for that scene. But uh, other than that, I hate this movie. It's part eleven or it's number eleven for me. All right, number ten for me is uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two because. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to piss off all the uh, Jason fans, even though he is my favorite too. But um, yeah, the uh, you know, whenever everyone thinks of Jason Voorhees, you know, they they always see that iconic hockey mask. Not like me and Mike said in our uh, part four review, hashtag Team Potato Sack. I, I the potato <laughs> sack was just like, Man, come on, that's horrible. I am Team Sack, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. I mean, the kills, I mean, it's just, the whole movie doesn't really do anything for me. They show, you know, the final girl from part one getting killed. It's like, how does he find her house, first of all? I mean, I mean, it's, a, I mean, all this shit's unbelievable, but <laughs> I just don't, I don't like, I don't like the potato sack. Like, I mean, how many, honestly, how, would, would this franchise have taken off if he had a potato sack the whole franchise? I don't think so, personally. Oh, absolutely not. Um, I don't, I don't, the, the film is just, Part one, but with a dude in it. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a big I don't rewatch this movie that much either. Uh, Dustin, what's your number 10? My number 10 is where I'm going to I'm gonna start some controversy because my number 10 is uh, part seven, The New Blood. Telekinesis Tina got on my last damn nerves. I, I just <laughs> could not you. stand her. And I couldn't get into the movie. I, it's the one that, honestly, as bad as Jason 10 is, it's at least got its redeeming qualities because it's it's humorous and i can get chuckles out of, out of how hokey it is right. this movie to me is just boring i don't know i just couldn't get into it and then you've got the whole um the the cool death when he takes the the party horn and shoves it through the eye like that was pretty cool right but uh 
you know, she summons her father spirit at the end and he drags him back down into the water. Like I just, it, yeah, no, it's a no for me, dog. Randy Jackson style. I did not like that movie. <laughs> Part seven sucked. <laughs> Mike, what's your number 10? Uh, I actually agree with Dustin. It, it would be uh, new blood. New blood is my number 10 for all the reasons that you said. And, and again, I, I'm a big, big proponent of this, as I've said a bunch of times on this podcast. A movie's worst sin is being boring. Yep. You can be bad and be entertaining, and yep. I can appreciate that fact. But when you're boring, which I found this movie to be in many times, again, I don't buy the telekinesis storyline. I like the idea of them trying to do something different with the franchise. As Again, that's why it's called New Blood, because they're trying to do something different. It just didn't work. Um, it's basically Jason versus Carrie, except this character is not as cool as the actual original Carrie is. Exactly. Tina. So it doesn't work for me. Um, and again, they couldn't get the rights to use Carrie, so you can't even market it as such. And so when that falls flat and you get a boring movie, it, it ranks real low for me. Brian, what's your number 10? My number 10 is uh, part five. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the movies that, you know, don't have their characters in it. You know, Halloween three, I didn't yeah. like because it didn't have Michael Myers in it. That's basically one of the reasons why I don't like part five here is, you know, it turns out to be Roy, except, you know, <laughs> the entire, except the whole movie, you know, you're, you're led to believe it's Jason. He's got super, you know, human strength like Jason kind of had. And it's just, uh, you know, I mean, they, I kind of wish they would have, we've talked about this on the uh, part four review. I wish they would have gone with the, you know, Tommy Jarvis kind of taking it over maybe oh, and be the killer so at least for a little while, but it kind of makes him, you know, uh, a crazy person. And uh, so anyway, I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of this, of part five, nor am I the fan of uh, the uh, actor that played Tommy Jarvis in this movie. So, Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, Brian, because my number nine is uh, Friday the 13th, part five, a new beginning. Um, honestly, I said in our, a part four review that this movie wouldn't be bad if it was actually Jason. And I still stand by that. And, um, but the fact that it's not Jason just drops it way down the list for me because it has, it has a couple of really, really cool kills in this movie. Um, yeah, it the, does. the kill with, uh, the girl in the woods, you know, where she gets her eyes slashed with the uh, garden shears. That's a really cool kill. And the one where the guy backs into the tree and he gets his head wrapped with a belt. If there is one kill in this yeah. franchise that just looks so freaking painful to me, that's one of them. But, you know, at the end, you know, they reveal that it's freaking Roy, the paramedic. And and like Brian said, he's got like, he's like extra strong for a human for no reason at all. Yeah, this, this movie's really not, I'm not a big fan of it, but it's, it's, it's at least somewhat entertaining. So that's why I have it over the OG in part two. I mean, it, you can watch it pretty easy, right. but. But the fact that it's not Jason really kills it for me. Like like in Scream, that's fine because you know that's a different person. But when you watch Friday the 13th, you expect it to be Jason. Right. That's just how I feel about it. Uh, Dustin, what's your number nine? Uh, my number nine is actually part four, the final chapter. Oh, uh, oh, oh, wow. oh, oh. oh here we go, baby. Hey, we are really – hey, this is – I ain't gonna lie, well, we really all have some different lists, except for maybe me and Brian. It looks like we're on the same path. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have a problem with uh, with dishonesty. You can't be the final chapter if we had eight <laughs> movies after this. <laughs> so, I will say... That's the best description uh, I've ever heard of it. I like that. That's great. I will say that the uh, the, the opening scene's cool. Like, I, I really... 
his escape from the morgue. That that was the coolest part of the movie. The rest of it was I, honestly, I don't know. This is one of those that gets lost in the shuffle for me because the ones that are higher on, higher on my list as we get into those, like I really appreciate them more. So I'm not saying that four is a bad movie. I think that uh, part four, what it came down to is I had to put it somewhere. And right. the other the other ones that are higher just stood out more to me. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's okay. <laughs> Talking hey. about curveball. Mike, what's your number nine? Hey, I don't feel so bad putting Manhattan dead last on my list now because, man. Anyway, okay. Um, uh, what, what, what number are we on? I'm sorry. Number nine. Number, yeah, nine. Okay. a big curveball. We're at number nine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that threw me out. Okay, my number nine is part five, A New Beginning. For all the reasons that have already been said, I just want to add to the fact that I'm – okay. It's – I don't like the fact that it ends up not being Jason. But at the same time, to me, this movie's biggest sin is that it's just another Friday the 13th movie. It's kind of – it's just like two. It's just like three. It's just like four. It just doesn't have the character of Jason. And I actually find it kind of entertaining at some points. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some cool kills like you mentioned, Nico. But you don't get the payoff of it of it being Jason. It ends up being Roy, 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 Roy <laughs> from the stupid commercials in the early 2000s. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that kind of knocks it down. All the reasons you already said and kind of like how Dustin feels about four. This is how I feel about five. It's just kind of there. And I don't like this incarnation of Tommy Jarvis either, like this middle version that we get here. Not my favorite, so that's why it's at nine for me. Brian, what's your number nine? Number nine for me is the OG part one. Um, I mean, Kevin Bacon's great redeeming quality in this movie, and that's about it to me. Um, oh. I, you know, when I, whenever I was growing up, you know, Jason was Friday the 13th, and so I didn't even start at one. I, You know, I, I've told this before. You know, I actually started, got into it, horror period from, from Jason Goes to Hell. But um, so going back and watching it, I didn't even know that Jason wasn't the killer. So I was actually super disappointed uh, <laughs> going back and watching it for the first time. So, uh, yeah, that's why I don't really besides just the cool, you know, original factor of it and the, the one that started it off. I mean, I, I really am not a big fan of uh, the OG part one. All right. Before the other three co-hosts freak out, number eight for me is Jason X. Um, thank god (laughs) is this movie a great jason movie no it is not does it make sense that he is in space no it does not (laughs) is the movie different yes it is because after nine other jason movies right i mean like i reference the man uh dead meat james a lot because i watch his youtube uh dead meat a lot i listen to his podcast a lot and he actually ranked the franchise himself And he made a really good point. He said, all right, this is the 10th movie in the franchise. What do you want him to do? Just put him at Camp Crystal Lake again? Yep. Why don't do something different? And I agree with that. Now, is this movie great? Like I said, no. But is it different? Yes. I love the fact, I love the kill with the, uh, what is that? The frozen stuff, the frozen head kill. Yeah, I love that kill. That kill is freaking awesome. Oh, it's a great kill. Um, And it's got my man Peter Mensa in it. Automaeus from Spartacus. He is freaking (laughs) awesome. Um. I've actually like I can't remember what her name is, but the the female android she is badass too. And then at the end, you know, they got the the uh, 
uh, with the virtual world where he's beating the two people with the sleeping bag. Dude, that is just good quality entertainment to me. I can dig it. And then when he, you know, the, the android lady blows him all to pieces, then he comes back as like Super Saiyan Jason with the metal mask. Does it look like Jason should? No, but it, it, it looks cool. <laughs> it looks cool to me. Hey, you know what other movie? Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, hold on to that thought, Brian. Hold on to that thought, Brian. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's just different. It's a it's it's entertaining, but it's not great. So, I mean, I don't want my coach to think I actually like it. I actually don't even own that one yet. But um, yeah, yeah that's number eight for me. Dustin, well, I'm going to own all of them. Just to I'm about to say, you got to own them all. I man. got to. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin, I've got the whole collection. What's number eight for you? Uh, I'll, I'll try to redeem myself with you guys. It's part five. It's a new beginning. Uh, the same reasons you guys said. I mean, I will say this, though. Um, I, I enjoyed that they continue to play on the uh, the Tommy storyline. I enjoy some film continuity. I do um, like But, uh, again, it's if it's not Jason, I mean, what are you really doing? Um, I will say, though, it's a it's a Vince Russo swerve, dog. It really it's is. A swerve, bro. Yep. But um, my favorite part, about the whole movie was that it really set the tone for part six though, because, you know, he, in, in the beginning, he has the, the nightmare. Oh my God, they're digging up his grave and then he kills the people. And so it does some nice foreshadowing there. And, uh, it, it's just, it's not a, it's not a great movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's just a, it's a movie. Right. Okay. Mike, I, what's your number eight? And by the way, I want to piggyback off of that real quick. I do like the continuation of Tommy Jarvis. I just don't like the portrayal of Tommy Jarvis in this movie. And, and that's, that very, right. that's very fair. Right. Um, so my number eight, man, it was tough because I don't, I don't want to feel like I – I don't want people to feel like I don't like this movie because I do. Um, but just as far from an entertainment standpoint, what I get out of it, However many years later, it, it, it's not my go-to Friday the 13th movie, and that's part one. That's my number eight is the very first one, 1980. Um, here's the deal. My favorite film my, – my favorite horror film of all time is Halloween, the very first Halloween, 1978. And this movie feels like a complete ripoff. So to me, it's kind of low because of that. Like I'm like, ah, really? And I know imitation is the most sincere form of flattery and all that, but still. So – I actually don't hate the idea that Pam Voorhees is the killer. I think that was kind of a nice twist the first time I saw it because I was expecting Jason. However, again, I was expecting Jason. So after I took him, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then you realize, oh, you're not getting Jason at all. Got it. That's kind of sucks. So, again, I like Kevin Bacon in this movie. It doesn't have Jason, so it has to be knocked down some. Um, What I'll say... I'll give it its due for being um, really ramping up the slasher genre, one that's near and dear to my heart. So it gets a little proper for for that, but it's not one I revisit a whole lot. So it's at number eight. Brian, let's hear your number eight, brother. Uh, Number eight for me is part two. Um, You know, a a lot of it, honestly, from when I was younger, had to do with the potato sack thing. But I will give it credit. I I need to go back and watch it like lately, lately, like since I'm, you know, 36 and not you know, 18 or 16 anymore. But uh, I, I will give a credit for having the continuity and bringing back, um, you know, uh, Adrian King from the first one, Betsy Palmer from the first one, and uh, Walt, uh, the guy who played uh, Crazy Ralph in the first one. I, I do I almost look at these as, as their own 
you know, part one and two almost being their own thing. And uh, I've always, honestly, if I wanted to watch the Friday the 13th movies in order or some order that I like, I always honestly start with three. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the, hey, once he gets a hockey mask, then he's right. Jason, in my opinion. Right. Speaking of number three, my number seven is Friday the 13th, part three. Um, yeah, you know, this is his first movie when he gets the mask. And, and you know, everyone knows I'm the Jason Stan on this podcast. Um, grew up, Grew up with him. And I still love him to this day. Friday the 13th Part 3 is basically 1 and 2, but with a hockey mask on. Um, but it does have some, it has some good stuff in it. You know, I like, the like, like I said at the end of the end of our fourth review, the um, the kill where he shoots that girl with the harpoon and just sets it down and walks away. I laugh so hard at that <laughs> kill every single time. He just shoots this girl in the eye and just walks away. And it is so funny to me. But one of the worst things about this movie to me is the one girl who finds, you know, the dead bodies and she does the the acting like, oh, my God, the acting is so horrible on that kill. And she's running through this house screaming, oh, my God, and it's so unbelievable. The score is so loud and it's so unnecessary at that point to me. And the worst part of this movie is it's supposed to be in 3D, but. And you see where Jason squishes the final girls, you know, her her man crush. Jason squeezes this dude's eye, or he squeezes his head, and his eye pops out. And it is the most dog shit effects you'll ever see in a movie. There's no excuse for it to be that bad. It just looks horrible. The only no, Tom, fact, no Tom Savini in that movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Tom Savini. Well, Tom Savini came back for four and saved right. him. The Lord. only redeeming factor in that movie is I can't remember what the final girl's last name is, but uh, she looks good. Uh, that that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, what's your number yes, seven? She does. Uh, so I'm, I'm right there with you Friday the 13th part three. Um, now I will say this though. Are you really going to critique 3d effects from 1982? Anyway. Yes, I am. Have you listened to this podcast? We've seen the effects done better, especially with Tom Savini. That's why. That's fair. That's fair. But so for Friday, uh, part three, uh, the, the best part is, of course, the debut of the iconic hockey mask. I mean, when you think Jason Voorhees, when you think Friday the 13th, it's a hockey mask. Like, that's what you see. And so it, it's cool to introduce those or introduce that element. Uh, my favorite part of the movie was uh, at the first when he's like in that store and he's uh, he kills the couple because that woman was a nightmare. So he did that guy a favor by killing him. Um, <laughs> I mean, she... <laughs> If she was my wife, I mean, I, I think I would be begging uh, a psychopath to, to kill me as well. But um, <laughs> now we're getting into the part of my rankings to where there's just so many that just because this one's seventh doesn't mean I think it's a bad film. Right. Yeah, there's I'm 12 gonna... of them. Something's got to be seventh. I really enjoy part three for the same reason. Like like Brian said, I mean, when you when you think of Friday the 13th, when you want to watch them in somewhat of an order, you might as well start with three because he's got the look and you're going to get everything that you need from Jason. And so uh, I, I really like this movie. It's just something had to be seventh. I agree with that. Mike, what's your number seven? I actually agree with both of you. My number seven is part three for every reason the both of you just said. And the reason it's as low as it is isn't because it's a bad movie. It's because it's literally carbon copy of part one and part two. 
and part four and parts of part five. Like it's it's like watching the same movie with a little bit of a different spin each time. And when you watch these consecutively, they do kind of start. And I like all. I mean, I like them. I'm just saying they kind of start to hit you over the head the same way. And so part three is just kind of there. It is the introduction of the iconic hockey mask. So thank God for that, even though I am hashtag team sack, which we'll get to. <laughs> Worst hashtag ever. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, team sack, team sack. But no, I, I really um, – this part has some miserable acting. And I, I hate to critique acting because I'm not an actor. But, man, the acting in a lot of this movie is terrible. Uh, the effects are bad, like Nico talked about. And look, I know it's 3D from the early 80s. But listen, man, we've seen better effects from the early 80s. This is not it. It is complete dog shit. However, I will give it credit over some of these other ones, where at least the, I actually like the storyline. It's just the first half of this movie kind of drags. And then the second half is really good. And so for that, that's why I have it number seven. Brian, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven actually is, and John Larson's going to hate me for this for not having it higher, but uh, um, part seven actually is my number seven. Um, honestly, you know, it's the first one Kane Hodder was in. You know, he's base, he's Jason. If a lot of people want to say, hey, pick an actor that's that's portrayed Jason the best, he's probably the best Jason. He is Jason. If you thought about it, he's like Robert England was to Freddie. You know, and this was his first film. So having a number seven doesn't mean I don't like it. There's just I don't like it as much, I guess, as the other ones. I I love he's got the best look in this movie to me of any right. of the Jason movies. He looks the best. And I wish they would have just carried this look on exactly through the rest of the movies. But um, I, I and I don't know if many of you know this, but I, they really screw up the timeline with this one. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be, like, I think in the year 2000 or something, but yet everybody's driving 1980s cars. And it's just, uh, I don't know. that I don't really like the whole Carrie aspect of it, like Mike said. Um, I, I really don't like the actress that plays you know, Tina in this either. She's but, terrible. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the only reason this is ranked as high as it is is because of Jason himself being such a badass and being the zombie Jason that that I think of Jason whenever I think of him. A hey, question for before we go on, question for all three of you. Do you think this movie let's say they get the rights to actually use Carrie and they get a decent heck even if they get uh Sissy Spacek to return as Carrie. Do you think this movie is better? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if you had the a, a legitimate original carry battling Jason Voorhees. I do, because that, if nothing else, it's going to carry a certain aura that... Exactly. Tina, who the hell's a Tina? But, <laughs> right, but, and then but, maybe someone could take... There'd be someone in charge taking care of both characters, unlike another film, which we'll talk about. Um, <laughs> but at least someone will be taking care of both characters that way, but... I just feel like the way they go about, ah, okay, we're not going to spend any money to get the rights to carry, so we're just going to, Tina, all right, Tina, come on down. Man, fuck Tina. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right, number six for me, speaking of part seven, uh, okay. Friday 13th, seven, uh, part seven, The New Blood is my number six. And I'm going to just piggyback off of what Brian said. Um, this is the best-looking Jason out of the franchise, yes, it is. in my opinion. Um, when he comes out of the lake and he's got his spine exposed and just looks so freaking giant, 
I, I, his look is awesome. And um, I thought the girl, uh, the blonde, the the bat, the whatever, the bitchy blonde girl, I can't remember what her name is. She played her part really good. And she caught that axe straight to the head and got through across the uh, the room, which was awesome. I personally didn't hate Tina. Speak, this is just me. Didn't hate Tina that much. I kind of liked the fact that she had, uh, you know, telekinesis and was was fighting Jason. And you know, the, you know, he, you know, she's knocking him in the head with uh, like headlamps, knocking him into the basement, catching him on fire, shooting him in the head with nails. I thought all that was kind of cool. It was different. Like I said, it's different. I liked it. Um, the part I will say I didn't like is the the ending is fucking terrible where she uses her dad from the the lake to come camp like he got electrocuted and all that but her the dad wrapped him in chains and that's what's starting to come on i didn't like that that's what that's the part that i really didn't like um but you know like like y'all said just because i have it ranked six doesn't mean i don't like it right i, I think it's kind of entertaining i rewatch it every now and then it's not terrible to me and, and jason is great in this movie uh dustin what's your number six um, my number six is actually Friday Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's higher than you probably would have expected, but I didn't think. I, I think that if they would have called it something else, I don't think that people would have shit on it as bad as they did. I think so. Uh, uh, like I didn't mind how he got on the boat, and I thought that once he actually got on the boat, that was uh, the the kill that he had with the uh, with the spear gun. Was that that yeah. was the one, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I uh, I thought that was that was kind of cool, and then uh, if they would have stayed on the boat with this, I think it would have been a better movie. If they never, if he'd actually never gotten off in New York, I think it would have been better. But see, to me though, the uh, it provided some of the most iconic shots of Jason, like the pictures of him in downtown Manhattan. Right, that's cool as shit. Like, it, yeah, it, it might not be good cinematography <laughs> or but it's it's entertaining at least and it's a different element the part where he uh the guys are listening to their music on the sidewalk and he just like walks up and look like that's 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 cool to me like it's a, it's a nice visual and so uh the the manhattan part though was such a small part of the movie that i enjoy it but it doesn't make or break my rankings for it i thought the boat ride was actually pretty well done i it wasn't boring to me i enjoy it mike what's your number six just want to say, if the movie was completely in Manhattan, it would be higher. If the movie was completely on a boat and they called it Jason on a boat, it would be higher. <laughs> but because they completely sell it to me, Jason takes Manhattan, and ninety-five percent of the movie is on a fucking boat. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the original title was Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes a boat ride to Manhattan, but they're like, "That's too many words. Cut it down." <laughs> maybe they could have called it Friday the Thirteenth Part Whatever Eight. Jason's on the way to Manhattan. That might have even been better or something. Like, I need something else, man. But anyway, okay. Hey, that's fine. Not, there's some okay parts to it. Um, my number six is Jason Goes to Hell. Now, here's the deal. Yeah. I almost, almost choked on my power range. Uh, I'm going to rake Nico across hot coals for a minute because he's mentioned twice now about movies being different, and that's why he liked them. Buddy, you ain't going to get any more different in Friday the 13th than Jason Goes to Hell. This is the most different film in the entire damn franchise. It goes for something different. And when you're watching all these same movies over and over and over again from Crystal Lake, from in a, a freaking boathouse and all this other shit, it's the same thing over and over. And then Jason goes to hell, comes on and bam, shakes everything completely up. Now, it's hokey. OK, 
But to me, it's hokey in a entertaining way. It it has some really cool kills that I like. It it is balls out there. And when you watch these movies consecutively, which is what I had to do at one point, Jason goes to hell, which is a nice breath of fresh air. And again, you it's really hard for me to sit here and have you do this movie's different. That's why it's so high for me. When this is the most different movie in the entire damn franchise, and you have it ranked last, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Different Come doesn't on. always mean better. Different okay. doesn't always mean better. I know it doesn't, but it is it is reasons that he used. I'm just going off of his, off of his basis. So, again, I'd just like to stab Nico a little bit there. That was my – it was just being funny. But I do actually really get enjoyment as Jason goes to hell. Can't tell you why. I don't have a good reason. Because you don't know why. <laughs> no, I do know why. It does entertain me. I actually think uh, the character – God, I'm drawing a blank on dang name. Oh, I actually like the character of Creighton Duke, Duke in this movie. I think he's – I think it's awesome. I think Jason is good in this movie. And I'm actually okay with the different plot of his soul goes to different bodies. I'm okay with that because, again, it's different. I enjoy it for it being different. Now, it's not something I like go reach for. Only my top five in this franchise do I really go out of my way to watch. And so this kind of falls below that. But I still think it's better than the movies I listed uh, below it. Hey, Brian, before you give your numbers, <laughs> I want to I wanna quote Dead Meat James real quick when he talked about Jason Goes to Hell. He said, um, he said two office guys killing each other. That's just a regular Wednesday in America. That's not Friday the 13th. <laughs> I know. I know. I know, man. I get hey, it. Hey, Brian, go ahead with number six. My five, six, and seven are – are pretty interchangeable, honestly. And uh, so, I mean, and I don't really have a whole lot to say about a whole lot of them, except maybe even five. But number six, I'll go with uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. Um, there's not really a whole lot for me to add to it. Um, uh, besides, it was Richard Brooker's, you know, first uh, and only run as, as Jason. And, uh, I mean, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, he definitely took Jason in a, a little bit of a different uh, path than he was, you know, in the second one. Um, you know, I, I can't really add a whole lot else to it that you guys have gone to, but that's my uh, that's my number six is part three. All righty, guys. I'm, ra- I'm about to Halloween resurrection, y'all boys, on my oh, Friday the 13th list. Jesus Christ. Number five, Please. Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan. Boom. Oh. I said it. That's right. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> all right, let me go ahead and get the bad stuff out of the way, and then I'll talk about all the greatness of it. Um, the main girl sure. seeing young Jason throughout the movie is stupid to me. I don't really <laughs> care that he pulled on her or whatever. When she got thrown in the lake, they could keep all that, those flashback crap out of it. That's junk stupid to me. Jason takes Manhattan. Isn't the title misleading? Somewhat. But does he eventually take Manhattan? Yes, he does. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah does. for 10 and, minutes. And while, no, nah, it's a little longer than that. But while he's mm-hmm. on the boat, the kills to me are pretty dang good. Um, dude, he, 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 the, when he puts that hot coal in that dude's stomach, do you know how awful painful that would be? I thought that was a unique and interesting kill. Um, shout out to Dead Meat James again because um, you remember when he chokes the girl um, in the in the uh, dance floor? She actually did that scene herself. She she did not play as a stunt double. She didn't have a stunt double. She actually got thrown on that floor herself. Big shout out to her. And when they get to Manhattan, like Dustin said, the the visuals are so cool. He looks at the billboard and he sees the hockey mask on. He looks at it and it gives the the head, you know, the Michael Myers head tilt. Yep. You see him, you know, in time or in downtown Manhattan or whatever. You, you get that shot. And one of my favorite things is actually the boxing scene because both of those actors 
did that scene themselves. There was no stunts. Um, he took all those punches himself. But, you know, I'm, I'm personally entertained by the movie. It's different. It's not dog shit different like Jason Goes to Hell. Um, but, yeah, that's my number five. Uh, Dustin, what's your number five? Yeah, I, before I give you my number five, exactly. So it's different, but this is a case of different being better. Jason Goes well, to Hell sucked. Well, that's subjective. Because I think <laughs> Jason Takes Manhattan, <laughs> I think Jason takes Manhattan is a boring piece of dog shit. <laughs> it's really hard for me to make it through that movie. I did it for this ranking series, though. You're welcome. Okay, but, okay, but you're wrong, though. Okay, uh, <laughs> so my number five, I'm going to go with uh, part two. Um, I thought it did a good job of setting the tone for the franchise, though, because we got to meet Jason. Um, and, you know... That that was cool, but also Alice's death in the beginning it set the tone for it. It did another way of setting the tone for the franchise because we saw that there's going to be some carryover film to film. Yep. Um, I, the one of the things that I appreciate about this mo- this franchise is that at the beginning of every film they do a good job of introducing. Okay, what happened last film? <laughs> and they do it in a way that's like, okay, it's watchable. Uh, you right. know, they do it like, right. oh, I'm having a bad dream and it's a flashback, or you know, whatever the case may be. <laughs> And I thought Alice's death uh, was well done because she's home. She's still traumatized by the whole shit that went down at Crystal Lake. And she's hearing these noises. Oh, it's a cat. Oh, no, bitch. It's really Jason. He's going to get you. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed part two. Uh, it's it's top five. So and I had to put it at number five. Go ahead, Mike. What's number five for you? All right, Dustin, I agree with you. My number five is part two. I think it's a better film than one as far as my entertainment value. So I think it, it's definitely a notch above that. Um, I like the introduction of Jason. I Again, I, I hope I'll say it to the cows come home. I am Team Sack. <laughs> because while I don't think it should have carried out the whole franchise, it doesn't take anything away from me uh, or for me that he's wearing the sack in this film. Right. It's kind of like Michael Myers in Halloween 4 with the bandage mask almost where – that's kind of cool. It's a different look. It's not the look I would go with the entire franchise, but I do like that it is something different, and uh, I like that. Like you said, I like the Alice kill at the beginning. Uh, I like the way that they keep the continuity from the first one, which you could really argue. Well, you, you could argue this with any sequel, but you could really argue that this movie shouldn't exist, but I'm very glad that it does because, yeah. um, again, how Jason became this old this quick uh doesn't it's not really explained but i'm fine with that like it's not a big deal so again from an entertainment standpoint and uh i i i think it's better than three i think it's better than one so it it kind of you know a lot of these are kind of like you know just preference at this point in that little run where they keep banging them out year after year after year back to back to back this one kind of stands out as being something different and something entertaining so it's number five for me brian let's hear your number five man all right, so, and I'll probably talk about a lot about this whenever we review the movie, too, maybe again. But uh, my number five is Freddy versus Jason. Um, you got to understand, and I'm missing Drew on this. I'm missing Drew on this podcast because of age. But uh, um, you know, I I I grew up in the '90s uh, for the most part, and um, you know, I, I grew up when I was younger than that watching all of the old Friday the 13th series. You know, Jason, honestly, like I said, it was my favorite slasher. So, you know, when the horror revolution kind of came around and uh, I think it was what, 96, whenever Scream came out and it kind of got kicked back in. Um, 
I was like, you know, and if I heard that they were making a Jason movie, I was like, oh, crap. You know, I'm finally going to get to see Friday the 13th movie in the theaters for the first time. You know, and then 2001 came around and Jason Jason X came out. And can you imagine how disappointed I was to see that? That's Oof. one of the reasons probably why I have it last. But but also during this time, I read so many scripts that had failed and over and over about written scripts for Freddy versus Jason that that, you know, Jason goes to hell honestly set up and they never could get working. And, um, you know, so when I saw this after having so many of those scripts in my head, I was very disappointed, mostly with the betrayal of Jason in this movie. I don't, you know, I know Nico has talked about it and, and Mike's talked about it before and they argued back and forth about Jason in this movie and him being afraid of water. And I hate that. I hate that they didn't get hotter back because Wu thought he was too big and, you know, compared to, to Robert England. But honestly, I think this movie would be even lower if it didn't have Robert England in it. And, and he saves this movie. I don't like the portrayal of Jason in this movie. I think he's almost like the sympathetic character, which Ronnie, you has said that that's what he wanted him to be. Um, and anyway, that's why it's, I would say it's low, even though it's number five, it's still low for me, you know, especially for being one of the newer ones. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll just go to my number four. I'll talk about Freddy vs. Jason a little bit. Number four for me is the 2009 remake. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm not disrespecting this movie. I put it at four because it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is weird to say, but I think Jason is almost too much in this movie. It's like he's Rob Zombie Jason to me. Oh, definitely. Um, there's a lot of nudity in it too, which is almost too much to me. Oh my oh, god, man! Which, well, I know that sounds weird, but it's like I say that's the whole franchise. <laughs> but I mean, there is so much egregious yeah, nudity is. and sex oh, yeah, in it. Um, I can't remember the two guys' names. I know that's bad, but the uh, the Chinese guy and the black guy they provide some great comedy in the movie. You know, they provide. You know, they're good. They're they're good characters. I like that. Um, like the sleeping bag death. Whoo! You talking about miserable fellas? Whoo! <laughs> I would hate to be in that sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, that's awful, man. Um, the, the, the biggest thing, I mean, the, I thought Jason was good, even though he was a little much, I really didn't see the point of why he kept that one girl alive. Cause it kind of looked like, you know, like I didn't really like that. He kept her as prisoner. It kind of felt weird that he had the whole place booby trapped and he had, you know, I, I just wasn't feeling that. I just wasn't feeling that part of it. Right. It, but the movie is super rewatchable. Um, it's Friday the Thirteenth on steroids, basically. <laughs> oh, it is. Yep. I, I mean, I, I mean, I enjoy it. Uh, Dustin, I forgot who was next. Dustin, what's your number four, brother? Uh, yeah, my number four. My number four is actually uh, Freddy versus Jason, and it's 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 for the same reasons as Brian said. So, like, I, you know, I'm thirty one. And so growing up in the 90s, it's like uh, I didn't get to experience, obviously, Jason Voorhees in all his glory in, in his heyday. But then when I hear, ooh, Freddy versus Jason, I know about both of these. Let's see where they go with this. Because I obviously I didn't watch these movies till I was later in life. So like I didn't watch Jason Goes to Hell, you know, and see the, the tease. I didn't see that until I was older. But I knew about Freddy because uh, I'd seen a couple of movies, not in order or anything. I knew about Jason because I'd seen the movies around Halloween, not in order. And so when I say, okay, I'm going to get a chance to dive head first into this franchise, I thought that it was it was, it was was okay. I, I enjoy it. I mean, they did a good job of 
introducing Freddie's uh Freddie had some some zingers in there, man. He had some he had some comedic relief in the movie. Oh, absolutely. Um you you had Kelly Rowland in it, which you can never complain about. Ooh, no. And and then I thought the ending the ending was beautifully done because, you know, you got Jason walking off holding Freddie's head and you're like, Okay, it's over. He won. But then they show Freddie and he like smiles and winks. It's like, oh shit, is he dead? What's going on? And so it was a really good and ambiguous ending that uh, that I thought. I mean, just the whole the whole movie was pretty well done. Mike, what's your number uh, four, brother? Man, I've had a lot of agreements here. Uh, my number four is Freddie versus Jason. Um, for all the reasons that have already been said, I I think my biggest positive on this movie is that it's entertaining. I'm never bored. I'm always in, locked in. I can wa- It has a very high rewatchability for me. Yep. Again, I wasn't invested in the franchise going into it. With hindsight, I see the mistakes that it, that were made. Uh, the as far as the direction they took the Jason character, which still bugs me, because they do make him sympathetic, which is kind of a no-no for any horror villain, in my opinion. Like what Rob Zombie does with Michael Myers, bleh. It's the yeah. same thing. Like we're not here to make these guys symp- like sympathetic. Like Jason is a badass killer. That's what he needs to stay. If anything, he should just be the hero or the good guy. If you really want to put it that way, because Freddy's a sniveling little asshole, and somebody needs to shut him up. That's good enough, in my opinion. So it didn't need to be that. And but I do like Freddy's comedic timing in this movie. I think the cast is pretty good. Uh, I think the characters are pretty good. There's better scripts out there. We've seen them. They have some better script ideas for what this movie could have been and should have been. But for rewatchability, man, it ranks high for me. I can pop this in and get enjoyment out of it. I watch it at least once a year just because I like the two characters. I think the ending, like Dustin said, is great. And I would have liked to see a sequel. This is one of the highest grossing films in slasher history, which because of it, we got more slasher movies. That's always good in my opinion. So it ranks at number four. That's not a knock to it. I just enjoy three more movies uh, better. Brian, let's hear number four. <laughs> my number four is Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, even for me. <laughs> what? So, so man, like, I can I can talk about this movie for an hour, like for real. I mean, I've I, this movie, I've told you before, got me into horror in the first place. I was in a bu- on a bus ride home from school when I was in the fourth grade. And some kid, because I knew Jason, I knew who Freddie was because it was pop culture. Some kid made a comment about, oh, have you seen Jason Goes to Hell, which was a bad word back then anyway. And you're like, oh, you know, so it kind of felt a little dangerous even talking about it. And, you know, talked about the Freddie glove at the end coming out. And that got me so in, so just entranced with it that I, I, I went, watched it. And then, you know, that like I said, I, I didn't even have a previous knowledge of it really before that and so i looked at it from a from a point of just a movie point of view and honestly i love the way jason looks in this movie i love how kane hodder portrays him in this movie his his, it's almost like part seven's look on steroids so i think i like it 1a and 1b honestly with how jason looks in this movie but um there was so there's so much production stuff behind the scenes that i could get into that i i know about that i've researched about that you know like to take a, a line from Mike, you know, Sean Cunningham can go to hell. It's his, <laughs> his fault that this movie is not all Jason. And uh, you know, like I said, I can talk about this forever. And if we ever review the movie, I, I'll I'll run my mouth oh, about we're it. We're going to review the movie, but 
But uh, I, I, I really I like this movie, especially as I get older and know the behind the scenes, know what went on, know why they did what they did and the choices that they made. And um, I, I like it for being different for a good way. Um, and I like it for what it is. Um, so that's my that's why it's my number four. All right. So uh, I'm about to be controversial. We're on number three, but this is going to be my number two. Brother, this you've already the, been controversial. This so go is ahead. A Friday, yeah, I, I've already been really controversial. And we all have, man. It's all good. And just hear me out before y'all question. Number two, what what's going on here? Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives is my, my next film. Um, nothing, nothing really bad you can say about this, except they have a lot of off-screen kills that are kind of disappointing. But um, I love the – oh, my gosh. I love the beginning of this movie, y'all. I love it. Tommy Jarvis <laughs> and his buddy dig up Jason. First of all, Tommy, um, you ain't seen this fellow in years since he's been dead. Just leave him in there. Don't dig him up. That was stupid of you. But um, the beginning is awesome. Digs the grave up. Yep. You know, stabs this iron this iron beam into him. He gets struck by lightning. Jason looks awesome. I I know Brian told me this, uh, but he doesn't like the utility belt and that look. I actually think it looks kind of cool personally. I dig the utility belt, the look. Um, I like Tommy Jarvis's movie. I actually like um, his. Uh, his final girl in the movie too. I think she's really good. She believes him. She's she's his ride or die. Um, I love the ending of the movie. I feel bad for the sheriff because he gets broken half. I actually kind of was pulling for the sheriff to live a little bit too. <laughs> and uh, you know, and I really like you know when Jason goes in there in the room with all the kids. You know, they're all freaking out, but then he just walks out. I, you know, part six can be part six is most everybody's either number one or number two movie. It, it, in this franchise it's number two for me but it's actually three and you'll understand why what i mean in a little bit dustin what's your number three i'm just doing some quick math in my head it's number three but it's number two okay that's like michael it's like michael jordan the ceiling is the roof so (laughs) my number three you're like me with my final girls don't worry it's okay (laughs) my number three is the uh the 2009 reboot um, I really enjoy that movie. It, it's it does a good job of breathing fresh air into the franchise, and I was really hoping that they would continue it. I was hoping that we would get more. Like, give me another one. Just let's reboot it all together. But uh, unfortunately, it looks like it may have been a one and done. Uh, but you can thank you can thank Sean Cunningham for that too. Asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you can EAD Sean Cunningham. Yeah. So um, what the the thing about it, like you know, we've all you guys have already, when you've talked about the 2009 one, you've already covered a lot of my points. But there's some quotes in this movie that, to this day, just they get a huge chuckle out of me. Uh, it's it's a uh, Trent when he goes, "Your tits are stupendous." I laugh <laughs> so damn hard every time. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "You got perfect nipple placement, baby." I don't know why, but like that to me. Is the that's the thing? It's unfortunate that that stands out the most about the movie, but it doesn't do it in a bad way. That takes away from it. It just makes me laugh so much. It takes away from the uh, from from the. It doesn't take away from the from the good the uh, good qualities of the movie. It's just something I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, before Mike goes, I forgot to add. I, I hated Trent in that movie. He kind of sucked. I'm glad he got killed the way he. Did. Oh yeah. Anywho, oh. go ahead, Mike. So. To piggyback off you, man, I've had a lot of grants. I'm sorry, but I mean, there's only so many movies here. Right. So my number three is actually no, I'm not. I, it's splitting hairs between these two, 
between my two and three, and you'll see why in a minute. But my number three is Friday Part Four, the final chapter. Um, I really enjoy this film. We've broke it down in depth, so I don't have to go really deep into it. But I really enjoy the kills. I like young Tommy Jarvis. Uh, uh, Corey Feldman, I think that's really well done. Uh, again, it's the first... To me, if you watch them in order, it's the first one that gets it right. Like, as far as this is the formula for Friday the 13th, this is the way it should be. This is done the best way. Four gets it right first. And Jason is scary in this movie. I love the portrayal of Jason. I don't think it's hokey at all. It's really good. I mean, there's some hokey parts. And again, you get the dancing, which, I, I again, it's nice comedic relief. Like, I'm okay with that. We broke it down in in detail. So I'll, I'll have you go listen to that instead, but that's my number three. My number three is, uh, the final chapter. Hey, Mike, <laughs> he's killing me. He's killing me. Yeah, he's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's got some unintentional humor. I mean, it is 1984, but I like it, man. I Holy think it's really Jesus shit. <laughs> Holy Jesus shit. Put this guy Christmas shit. Yeah. Christmas shit. Go ahead, Brian. What's number three for you, bud? Um, I actually had these number two and threes flipped um, because I made this list before uh, we reviewed part four. Um, But uh, after that, I kind of bumped it down one. So I would say part four is my number three. Um, Like I said, I can't or like Mike said, you can't really get into it any more than we already have since we've already reviewed this movie fully. Um, But, uh, you know, this this is like I said, I start with part three. Part four is one of my favorites when I was growing up. You know, as as I watched it again when I was a little bit older, it, uh, you know, kind of bumped it down below uh, below my next one. But uh, uh, I can't really go into it anymore other than we already have. But anyway, part four is my number three. Sounds like I need to go back and watch part four because, like I told you, you it it was only so low because I just forget about it. And I watch these others more. But, man, I had it ninth. You guys are saying, ooh. Oof. It's okay. Everyone's got different tastes, you know. I would rewatch it if you haven't watched it recently. Yeah. All right, I have. The, all right. Let me explain why I put three at two, and here, and this is, and you'll understand more in the next two explanations. All right, one B for me is Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, the final chapter. Um, we we went really in depth with this movie already. Um, go check that podcast out. It was great. Um, yeah, like we all said, this is how Jason should be. This is. The way, you know, this franchise should have been from the get-go. Um, you got young Tommy Jarvis, who's awesome. There's a great special effects with Tom mm-hmm. Savini back in it. Uh, Crispin Glover's dancing. Teddy is punching bears. Um, <laughs> great kills. Uh, great unintentional comedy like Mike brings up. The, oh, God, he's killing me. He's, he's killing, killing me. me. It's the funniest kill in, in the whole franchise to me. Um and I'll go ahead and say it one time. Tommy Jarvis is just great in this movie. I love yep. that kid, his portrayal. Um, so, yeah, that's my 1B. Go ahead, Dustin. All right. So, I can't believe you guys shit on the original this bad. Uh, the original is my number two. And I get it when you think Friday the 13th, you think Jason Voorhees. But I'm going to tell you why it's my number two. So, I think it does a good job of uh, introducing the storyline and the plot for the whole franchise. You know, you learn the backstory, which is, it's critical. It's crucial to know why he's doing all this. I get it. It's, it's, you know, the Halloween ripoff part does have some merit to it, but so 
for someone who has never seen any of the Friday Thirteenth movies, they they're going to know Jason Voorhees. That's what they're going to associate with it. Right. A couple, couple years ago, uh, I introduced the girl to these movies. Uh, we were hanging out, and I was like, "Hey, let's watch the Friday Thirteenth movies to get ready for Halloween." And she was down for it, so we watched them all in order. And when we watched number one, she just kept asking, "Where's Jason? Where's Jason?" Oh, is she just assumed it was Jason? So the reason that I hold it in such high regard is like looking at it from an outsider's perspective, it's a pretty good swerve job to be it like, is. oh, it's not Jason, it's his right, mom. It is. It is. And you know, Drew, I, Bar- Drew Barrymore and Scream thought it was Jason too. Just so you know, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's a good comedy. So, um, fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But uh, no, I just thought that the storyline. The storyline was good. Um, I enjoyed the movie. I do not skip it. Whenever I watch the movies, it's you know obviously it's my number two favorite. I watch it, and I was looking up earlier because I was curious because um, I've read a lot of people just shitting on this movie about how oh you can't have Friday Thirteenth. There's no Jason. Blah blah blah. It's got the highest rating, uh, both oh, critic yeah. and crowd rating. It's it's like a sixty two percent I think on Rotten Tomatoes. I was looking that up earlier just because I was curious. And uh, it's the highest in the franchise. I really enjoy the movie. Um, number one's my number two. Well, Roger Ebert also gave the remake of Texas Chainsaw Zero out of five stars, so I don't take nothing they say serious. <laughs> hey, hey he's, yeah. he is right, though. Number one is a number two. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I only have it so low because I don't feel like a lot of it holds up. And maybe that's, that's why true. it's so low for me. My number two is the 2009 reboot. I felt like this movie really could have kick-started something really awesome in this franchise going forward. I feel like you could have got a new and newer look at Jason. I think this does a really good job. And I like Nico had mentioned, it is very too, it's very mid-2000s horror. Very over-the-top. The gore is there. You get a, you know, a violent-ass Jason, which... He's always kind of been that violent, but you're right. It's very Rob Zombie, Michael Myers-esque. Very, you know, but that Michael Myers was inspired by Jason. So it's just turned up a little bit. It's like Leatherface in, in the 03 Chainsaw, where it's just a little bit turned up. And I actually kind of like that part. Again, uh, like you said, I don't like the whole holding the girl hostage. That kind of is a, is a negative to me, but I can overlook it. I can even overlook Trent, which he's only there so you enjoy that kill, by the way. Yep. Like he's yeah. there for that purpose, and so when knowing that, I'm okay with him being in this movie because there's at least got to be one person that I want to see die. Like what? I need to see that. Oh yeah, he's a great character. I think right, right. And that guy's a douchebag in every movie he's ever been in. Right. So. I mean, he plays the perfect douchebag. Yeah. So, and again, from an I, I could pop this in anytime. Watch it. It's rewatchability is very high. I feel they get a lot of things right that some of the prior sequels don't, and. Yeah. For that, it ranks number two. I feel like the Jason is good. I feel like the cast is good. I lo- I even like the way it ended, and it would have set up a really good sequel that we'll never get to see, probably because Sean Cunningham is an asshole. So that's my number two. <laughs> Brian, let's go. What's number two, brother? My number two is uh, part six. Um, you know, I I just would like to to thank Tommy Jarvis because without him being a dumbass, every other death. After he resurrects him for the rest of the series is because of Tommy Jarvis. So appreciate that. Thank you, Tommy. All the, all the blood is on your hands, Tommy. 
but uh, I, I really like Tommy Jarvis in this in this uh, in this movie. It's it's the best rendition of him, honestly. I, I like I like Feldman's character, uh, but I really like uh, I really like um, Tommy in this one. Um, I I think this is probably the perfect, or at least close to. That's why he's number two. Perfect Jason movie to me. If you take the look of Zombie Jason from Part Seven and put him in this movie, I think that it's perfect. I, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't really think that there's a whole lot you, else you can do right there. I just don't like Jason's look that much. I think his hockey mask is too big for his head. Um, <laughs> it is. The, the guy, the guy playing him is, you know, not, you know, big and intimidating like I'm used to. With, you know, it's it's the start of Zombie Jason, which to me is the if you want to call him the Rob Zombie version. But like you said, it was based on Jason to begin with. I, I just you know, I don't like the Batman utility belt. Nico said earlier, I've, I've mentioned that before. I, I just, um, and it's almost got too much comedy a little bit to me. I don't like the whole paintball scene, like watching those guys. It's almost, you know, you get shot in the mask and then it's like, oh shit. But it's not scary because it's in the middle of the day. And it's just, um, that's the only you know drawback I would have. But I really, I really love this movie. And that's why it's number two. All right. I'm going to say one more thing about part six that I forgot. Um, the scene in the RV after he kills them too. And he's on top of it on fire. Oh, one of the best visuals of all time in that franchise to me, forgot to say that, but that visual is so cool. All right. One a for me is Freddie versus Jason. And, um, as I've already said in previous episodes on this podcast, my first movie I ever watched was Jason part six. That was the first horror movie I ever watched when I was growing up, but Freddie versus Jason was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. My mom took me, my younger brother, and a friend of mine from school. And just seeing, you know, my favorite slasher, and my mom's a big Freddy Krueger fan, so, you know, we were both talking that trash to each other. Mm. But um, just, and, and before this movie even happened, you know, they had a Vegas weigh-in. They, you know, they had odds. They were, you know, they were hyping this movie up, man. Oh, and, the, the marketing was great. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, the only reason... I, I put it 1A because I really didn't know how to rank it fairly in this franchise because it's got a whole nother top three slasher of all time in it. I, re- I really didn't know how to rank it personally. Um, I hate – let's. Get, I'll get the things I hate out of the way. I hate the fact that they make him sympathetic like you guys said. There have been so many times in previous films where he goes into the water intentionally and he's not scared of it, but all of a sudden he's scared of water in this movie. That makes no sense at all, and it's disrespectful to the GOAT. Um, and the way they shoot a lot of films is uh, the way they, you know, they got that shaky camera working a lot of it. I don't like that part. Yeah. The, the teens are kind of, I don't really, I mean, Lori and Kelly Rowland, yeah, they look good, but I don't really feel nothing for them. I actually like, you know, the two guys from the psych ward more than them. They, they're they good in their part. Why do I have this movie 1A? Because the last 30 minutes of this movie where it's Freddy versus Jason, where it's actually what the title is. Well, them two are just beating the hell out of each other. It's just quality, quality, quality entertainment if you're a slasher fan. Yep. I, I love the way they fight. I, you know, it, it's just it's awesome. You're seeing your two two of your favorite slashers of all time yep. going, you know, hand to hand combat or glove to machete combat. And you know, I was 12, 13 years old when I saw this. You know, I was a young kid. It was my favorite slasher. Seeing it in theaters. I, I loved it. You know, I, I love that last 30 minutes. So if, if the fighting scene was bad, this movie would have been low. 
Yeah. But the actual fighting between them two was great. And I also love Freddy whenever he was like Demon Freddy, when he was like the red face. I thought he looked awesome with yep. as Demon Freddy. So yeah, that's uh, that's why I, that's why I put it one A and one B because I really didn't know how to rank Freddy versus Jason. And and I'll go ahead and spoil it. It's one A in Nightmare on Elm Street too because I don't know how to rank. T- I mean, they're the same as the rest of the movies, I guess. But it's kind of hard for me to fairly rank one this movie in one franchise when it has both in it. But that's just me, Dustin. What's your number one? So my number one is part six, Jason Lives. Uh, I thought the five the first five minutes. It just it's the best open to any of the any of the Friday movies in my opinion because it plays off of part five. You know, like I said, Tommy has the 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 nightmare where oh my god they're digging his grave up there, and so he goes to make sure that that son of a bitch is dead. And sure enough, he's dead. And the visual with the maggots crawling out of his is uh you know in his eyes and everything. Yep. It's it's a very cool visual. And so he he's he's like no, this isn't good enough. So he goes and gets a piece of the fence. Stabs it through his heart, and of course, it, you know, it backfires. Gets uh, struck by lightning twice. Which what are the odds of that happening? I mean, dang, lightning never strikes the same place twice. But brings him back to life, and then it's got one of my favorite kills of the entire franchise. Is immediately after when Tommy's buddy walks up and whacks him in the back of the head with the shovel. Jason doesn't even flinch. He just turns around and sticks his hand through the guy. Like I don't know why, but every time it gets a, it gets a pop out of me. I, I I really react to that. And then you fast forward the 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 scene like you said with the RV. That was actually the background of my computer for so long, just because it's such a cool image. Him standing on top of the RV, it's it's iconic. And then uh, you know when you go to the ending and he's at the camp and you got all the kids, it introduces a new factor because at least for me, it's like Jason's beef has never been with kids. He's out to plot you know get revenge because. He was let drown by the camp counselors, by the adults, by the supervisors. And so it's like, is he going to go on a kill? He had opportunity to slaughter all kinds of kids. And it's just, it, it introduced a new piece of the, uh, the psyche to Jason to me, where his beef was truly with the adults and with the, uh, with the super, the people who were in charge. And so uh, number six is, and will forever be my favorite movie in the franchise. Mike, you're muted, buddy. <laughs> you're on mute. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. My number one is the same as Mr. Franklin's number one, and that is Friday Part 6, Jason Lives. For everything he just said, the opening scene is awesome. The effects, the kills are great. I love the way that they improve upon Part 5 because a, pe- a lot of people hated Part 5 at that time. And so to have six come along and kind of, oh, okay, wow, this is how it can be. And by the way, and I, man, this is going to become a t-shirt eventually for me at some point. But this movie is the first little wrinkle we get into meta horror. This was a major, major inspiration for, for what ended up being Scream. I know what you did last summer, the faculty. This was a major, major inspiration for those type of films. It's not as as obvious as those, but it's very it has some very meta stuff, some very self-effacing stuff inside the film. And Mike loves meta. I've said it a million times. That's gonna be on a t-shirt. Mike loves meta. <laughs> so that as one reason why it's so high, but it's also entertaining. It takes the Friday formula 
and does it even better, in my opinion. I love Tommy Jarvis. Thank it's it's kind of like Brian said. Thank you, Tommy, or thank you to Tommy Jarvis because he kind of brought the whole franchise back from resurrecting Jason. It's almost like how do we get Jason from being undead? I got it. We'll get Tommy Jarvis, who killed him, to bring him back. So I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. So I love it, man. From start to finish, the kills are good. The plot is good. The meta is good. So it ranks number one for me. I can watch this anytime. Brian, let's hear that number one, man. Well, first off, I'll tell you, man. I'm telling you, and I'll talk about it more in Freddy vs. Jason, but I'm telling you, you guys would love some of those spec scripts that I read in the late 90s where it was they brought Tommy Jarvis back in Freddy vs. Jason. They had Alice from the Nightmare series come back. So they had kind of the the major two final girls that weren't dead, and you know, because I know Heather Lane Camp died in the Nightmare Inch series, back for the, some of those scripts. I'm telling you, they were amazing. So I wish that the, you, they'd be, it would be a number one movie if they'd have made that into a, uh, into actually found its oh, way yeah. to film. You'd love it. Um, anyway, uh, my number one is a 2009 remake. Um, I love this movie. I, you know, I, I grew up watching Jason, so I have all of the, you know, nostalgia that you could possibly have from Jason, but it was the perfect movie to me. It brought, you know, I know you said you guys said you didn't like how he would, you know, keep, uh, keep the final girl. Um, was a Whitney, I believe her name was prisoner because she, um, you know, looked like his mom. But I mean, you saw that all throughout the series. You saw him pause and take, take pause when Tommy Jarvis shaved his head like him. You saw him take pause and that's actually how they actually killed him. And in part two where, where uh, Amy Steele's character puts on Pamela's, you know, sweater. So, I mean, you could, it's more than, you know, I can see why he would have kept her prisoner. Um, Derek Mears playing Jason, you know, I, I, he's, I like Kane's portrayal of him, but I really, I really like Mears just because it takes the, it takes the scary zombie portion of him and then makes him able to run and stuff like, you know, like part two. So, um, I, I, I love this movie. I love, um, I love, and I wish they, just like you guys, wish they would have continued it. Um, I know I've shared with you guys off air a little bit, some of the script from the follow-up that was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be in winter just, uh, and, you know, it was supposed to, it, it showed you what happened to, uh, the final girl in, in this one that survived. Well, she didn't really survive. Spoiler alert for a movie <laughs> that's never going to be made. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I know that, that, um, uh, lawsuits coming to an end soon, but it's oh, been yes, you know over please. ten years since this movie, and I don't think you're going to ever see an actual follow up to this movie. Probably just another reboot, if I'm honest. But I love everything about this movie. I wouldn't change a thing about this movie. Uh, um, so that's why it's my number one. Hey, real quick before we wrap this up, Freddy versus Jason for me ranks higher on the nightmare list than it does the Jason list, partly because they do a good job with Freddy. <laughs> but they do such a disservice to the Jason character in that movie, making him not a wimp, but very, yeah, I'm just going to go say that they kind of make him a wimp. And so I like the movie overall, but I just wanted to clarify when we, whenever we do uh, our nightmare rankings, it'll be higher than four on my nightmare rankings because of the way they portray Freddy. I almost view it as two separate movies. I kind of have to like put a line somewhere. So that's why it's only at four for me. No, I understand, and like I said, it it was just so hard for me to rank Freddy. No, I understand. Jason yeah, in each franchise, you know, it's just. But um, yeah, guys, that's our rankings. Um, I really enjoy doing these rankings. It's so fun, you know, just talking from 
kind of the heart, honestly, with these movies, because, you know, as weird as it may sound, you know, a movie actually affects, you know, you know, your younger self or your older self or whatever. Like, like I'll never forget growing up with uh, Jason part six and going to see right. Friday or Freddy versus Jason in theaters. I mean, I, I'll share it. I'll remember that for the rest of my life. And I still, I still, I watch Freddy versus Jason several times a year. I really, really enjoy that movie. Um, and I watch, you know, the fight scene between them two on YouTube every time it comes up in my feed, just about. But um, y'all got any final thoughts before we wrap this up, Dustin? No, I, I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, you know, like I said, Friday the 13th is is my favorite horror franchise. Um, I do need to go back and rewatch part four, I guess. But... Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> you need to watch Crispin Glover and his dance moves and be entertained, damn it. But, yeah, I mean, Freddy versus Jason, I, the only other thing I had was uh, – I wrote down, I didn't say it, but it, it honestly, it felt like, it felt like your Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. It really your, did. Your Hulk oh, Hogan yeah. versus Ultimate Warrior. Because, it definitely did, man. You know, they, they both just got these huge personas about them and you get them in together. And so I, I really enjoyed that one as well. But to Mikey's point, I definitely would view it higher out in a higher regard in my uh, Nightmare on Elm Street yep. rankings, yep. because it does feel more like a, it does. Uh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger movie than it does a Jason Voorhees movie. But I really appreciate you guys having me on. Continue the good work. And uh, anytime that you will have me, I will be happy to rejoin. All right, brother. We appreciate Mikey, you coming on, man. Thoughts? Hey, man. Well, I appreciate you guys listening. When you hear this, it'll be Friday the 13th. So I hope you listen to it on this day, man. Uh, actually, you can listen to it any damn time you want. We appreciate it. But it's really, uh, <laughs> that's where we plan on dropping it. So we really appreciate your listenership. Uh, we're starting to see an uptick, man. We can't, man, just so awesome to see. It's really awesome to see people that we don't know starting to listen to this show, which is a really cool and uh, humbling experience. And we've done some giveaways uh, with t-shirts and stuff lately. So we really hope you guys are enjoying the show. Scream. It's a scream guy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of all times to get a phone call on the radio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, that's okay. Sorry, Mike. Hey. Oh, no, you're good, man. Hey, we what, appreciate what are you the wearing. <laughs> what are you wearing? She <laughs> sounds hideous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, hey guys, we appreciate the love and support, man. We'll we're gonna keep pumping these out as long as you want to keep listening. Brian, you got any final thoughts? Man, I just again I say thank you to everybody that listens. We're surprised that we get you know viewers as many as we or listeners as many as we do. Um, hey, I'm down to talk about Jason with anybody. I have such you know. I have a lot of thoughts on the Friday 13th series and Jason that I, you know, it's hard for me to get into all of them and all the stuff that, because I, like I said, it was my favorite slasher and still is, but you know, I loved those movies so much growing up and I've, you know, I grew up with them. So, um, you know, Hey, hit me up if you want to talk about them other than this. Otherwise, like I know we're going to review the rest of the movies at some point. So, uh, thank you guys. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. If you're listening to this, and I, I don't know when we're going to be able to bring it up again, but I got a Twitter DM, I'm not going to mention this name, who gave me some slack for where I put Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This person thought it should be higher. Okay, I'm the only one that didn't shit on the movie completely, and you had a problem with where I put the movie? <laughs> you said I misunderstood it, that it's a classic in horror. 
Classic dog shit. Listen, man, I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate your love and support. But, buddy, (laughs) you're coming at the wrong guy. All right, let me direct your hatred towards my beloved co-host for where they put Halloween to, because I put it higher than they did. They had it dead last or next to last. At least I gave it some credit. You came at the wrong guy, man. Yeah, I had it next to last, so it's at BF4 if you want to ask me why. <laughs> yeah, you can at me too because that movie is god-awful. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. I only gave it credit for doing a little something different. And we actually get to find out how Lori feels about being related. So that's the only thing. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. Anywho, appreciate it, guys. Thank you for listening. Um, you know, I'll just close it out. I love Jason. Um, I love the fact that they didn't screw with his mask like they did in Halloween. That They really disrespected Michael, I think, by changing Absolutely. his mask up. So I really appreciate Friday the 13th for keeping his mask the same. Um, yeah, uh, Jason, keep pumping out the movies. I hope you do because uh, you'll always be my favorite. Appreciate y'all listening, and we'll be back soon. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.